This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. It is Monday morning, if you're listening to this immediately. So no flunking and junking. Uh, enjoy your coffee, though. Usually we uh, drink coffee uh, on Saturday mornings, but it is Monday morning, if you're listening to this right out of the gate. Uh, welcome, everyone, to this special episode of the NWA Not Saturday Special. It is the Ha Tams 3 Reaction Special. I am your co-host. Le Podfather, Le Pod Padre, LPP, Le Pod Padre, uh, the Podfather, Scott Criscola. Joining me as always, the Doctor, Doctor G, Georgia Bellino. What's going on? How are you? Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a fun Monday morning. Uh, probably not. Probably uh, I not. I think, uh, you know, looking at the reactions <laughs> on Twitter and you know, social media, and uh, our friends. <laughs> Not uh, people in the world right now. <laughs> now, uh, so of course this pay per view, uh, Hard Times. There were two titles. It was Hard Times Three, and it was Hard Times in New Orleans. Both took pl- uh, both of them uh, took place Saturday night in Chalmette. A couple of PTBers were there. Jambalaya, Jake Jacob Williams, and uh, Jennifer Smith were there. Um. And uh, which is funny because I don't think either of them watch NWA, but but uh, uh, I think they were there for other reasons and decided to just go. Um, and uh, I was curious their reactions. Um, but you and I did not watch uh, did not watch um, the show live. We uh, you and I were at a birthday party celebrating. 40 years of yard gnomes. Um, the greatest yard gnome of them all. The silverback, Matt Rotella, is 40 years old. Can you fucking believe it? Although he hasn't had hair since he was 17, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, it was a wonderful party, and uh, we were hanging out with the Rotella clan. The PIC, Mr. Rosero, was there. Scotty D, good crew at the Friars game as uh, Providence defeated um, Northeastern. So... We did not, you and I did not watch uh, the pay-per-view live. We watched it last night, Sunday, um, after we heard people's reactions to it. And needless to say, people were not thrilled. Um, I was catching some results, Doctor, but I didn't want to be too spoiled with some stuff I guess you really couldn't avoid. Um, so we are here tonight to give you our objective downright intelligent and forthcoming opinions. And then we will talk about where we go from here. Now, of course, out of the gate, uh, um, no Nick Aldis. We know that. His contract's up at the end of the year. He was supposed to wrestle uh, 
uh, Odinson on Saturday night. He did not. Billy Corgan suspended him. So he's never wrestling probably again in NWA, which was a pretty fucking stupid thing to do. Um, if anything, leaving him on the show would have added a little heat. You ever heard of that, Billy? Heat? You fucking dope? It's called heat. Idiot. What are your thoughts on that? Should he have stayed on the show? I think it would have added some juice, to be honest with you. Well, it w- it might have added some interest to see if anything was going to happen. I-, I think Nick Aldis is a professional. Nothing would have happened anyway. Um, but, it, I, you know, this is – I cannot wait until his contract's up and maybe he goes on other podcasts or whatever and gets interviewed. I, I just really would love to know what, what happened between those two because they seem to be pretty tight. And Nick Aldis was pretty loyal mm-hmm. uh, to Billy and vice versa, vice versa. I mean, Billy was loyal to him when when there was nothing running. And he was still paying him and, you know, uh, they were trying to do some things behind the scenes to kind of keep things fresh as much as they could. So I really don't know what happened there, but it definitely I think uh, keeping him on the show would have um, would have definitely added some interest, I think. Again, I don't think anything would have happened, but hey, if you pick up a few more buys from it, why not? What's the difference? He's leaving anyway. Right. So I would have had no problem leaving him on the show to wrestle Odinson and see what's going on. But Billy's, this is one of many, uh, in my opinion, um, exposing of Billy's shortcomings as a promoter. And uh, this show, we've seen dribs and drabs over the past several months, uh, but we still saw some good stuff. But tonight, or I should say on uh, Saturday night, I think we saw some uh, exposing that could be very detrimental to the product uh, from here on out. So let's dive in. We're not going match for match. I'm just going to read the matches off and then we'll we'll pick some pick and choose some stuff. So. Here's the first thing. Here's the thing I I I uh I was not happy about. First off, there were four matches. Four matches on the pre-show. What the fuck do we need that many matches on the pre-show for? The pre-show on YouTube was 58 minutes. Now, it would have been nice if we had uh you know, a um Maybe three matches or uh, maybe some more, um, I don't know, some more vignettes or I don't know. Well, you know, that's the thing I think that needs to be a little bit more worked on in the NWA. And I've said this before is building the the. Um, uh, the storylines a little bit, not just throwing matches together for the sake of a match or sake of having a number one contender or whatever. I understand the old school approach to things, but there was an old school approach where you did build up the angles. You don't need to do like WWE and play the video 55 times. I, I get it for certain mm-hmm. things. Some of the bigger angles you should have where you kind of set it up. So if you do have somebody that hasn't been totally watching, but wanted to try it out, they kind of understand what, What's the backstory behind this? Um, you know, even the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. Okay. It's, we don't really care for the, maybe except for Cardona, we probably didn't care for everybody that was in it, but you could have the backstory about Cardona and, 
and Trevor and how, you know, Tyrus got into this position, at least give a little synopsis so people know what they're watching. It's not just three guys in the ring fighting for the championship. We know, okay, the main thing is the championship t- uh, belt on the line, but you need to have let people set the story up so people could have an interest in maybe, okay, I want to root for this guy or root for that guy, you know? Right. I just think sometimes I understand he's trying to be different from everyone else, which is great, which is what we liked in the beginning. You know, the, the, the studio wrestling, all that kind of stuff, but you have to, you have, I think you have to mix a little bit of what's working today and what worked in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could still be different because not many of the companies are doing stuff that worked, you know, that worked in the past. Uh, that's where I, I, I guess I kind of get a little like sometimes the juice is not totally there for the matches. So like the pre-show, like you're right. OK, have maybe two matches, but then show the buildup for each of the title matches. So this way, if you're trying to sell a buy. People want to buy it. Oh, wow. Okay. This, this looks like a pretty good, uh, um, and I don't know who his video people are. I mean, obviously the production isn't bad, but I don't know, you know, if they have a Lagana that could build a nice, um, preview video of the matches and you didn't have to do for everything you should do. For, you could do it for the world title match. You could even do it for the light, uh, heavyweight title, you know, just, just a few, just to kind of pump it up, say, you know what? And that, they kind of they kind of sucking me in here. Maybe I will, uh, you know, buy the pay per view tonight. Mm. I was I don't know if it would work yesterday, but <laughs> you know, I, I don't I, I don't know either. But all right, so one match was already on power. So why the fuck did we wrestle it again? Mims was already slated as the next the next number one contender for the World Television Championship. So why the hell did we wrestle that match again? You just did it on power last week. Now, Mims won anyway, so it doesn't matter. But the hell? Why are you doing it again? Yeah, I some of the booking is and I understand that they they do tape a lot of these shows. But OK, so if you do tape these shows and, and, and you didn't like something, you have the opportunity to edit it. There's a thing called editing. Right. You know what I'm even though you taped these things months ago, you can go back and edit and take out what you don't want in there. Um, we did have a, a title match added. The Wildcat Tag Team Championship. Of course, Wildcat Wrestling is uh, the Hawks promotion. Their champions were Slime SZN, the team of Buku Dao and J-Spade. They successfully defended it against uh, Gags uh, the Gimp. Now, that would have been a nice a nice birthday gift for Matt Rotella to have Gags the Gimp be a champion. There's nothing better than Gabs the Gink. Uh, Gabs <laughs> the, the, yeah. the Gink. Well, Rotella, yeah. Matt Rotella, yeah. the Gink. But, uh, Gabs the Gimp. Oh, my gosh. I can't even talk to him. I'm not even drinking. That's the worst part. He is a Gink. Although, well, Matt, Matt Rotella is a Gink. So, yeah. um, I probably anyway. want to drink after watching this pay-per-view, but hey. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Uh... uh so that match happened. Then the the scheduled hardcore team war, Anthony Mayweather, DePope, and JTG did defeat Alex Taylor, Jack Stane, and Mercurio in a hardcore team war. Then here's the next stupid thing. So one of the most anticipated uh, matches that we talked about here on the Saturday special for weeks 
was the fact that Tyrus had cashed in the lucky seven to get his world title shot on the show. So he vacated the world's television championship. They did a tournament or two five ways or whatever the fuck it was. And in the end, it was AJ Kazana and Jordan Clearwater. Now, that match was supposed to be in the pay-per-view. They did a first match on an episode of NWA USA like three weeks ago or two weeks ago. The match ended in a draw. I I don't know how the fuck that happened. So we were going to get the rematch anyway on Saturday night. And I figured it'd be a prominent match on the pay-per-view. Instead, it's on the fucking pre-show. Yeah, One I, I of don't... your most decorated championships in the history of the NWA, and you put it on the pre-show. I don't get that at all. And again, that would have been a perfect thing to have a build-up video and have the match on the actual pay-per-view. I mean, I, I really like Jordan Clarewater. I think that was a, you know... It, it was it was a good move. I mean, probably the best move of all the title changes in terms of that happened on this this pay per view, even though it wasn't technically on the pay per view, is having him be the champion. I mean, he definitely has worked hard. Uh, he could be a great heel. Um, again, he's got to be booked correctly. And why would you? Again, you're right. That, I mean, I would I would consider that probably second to the NWA World heavyweight championship i know you could go back and forth if if it's that or the national title but i mean i always felt in the 80s the the world television title because of dusty especially they always booked that as like you know the heavyweight championship was one and that was one a the way they booked it you know you always they, they made that title seem very very important um right so instead they put it on the pre-show and as expected, Jordan Clearwater did win. So he, Jordan Clearwater is the new um, world television champion, which he earned. And so the world television title ha- stays on the, uh, stays in Idolmania Sports Management. So that's cool. Um, next. Now we're on the main show. So there was your pre-show. Uh, a lot of matches. All right. Here is your main card. In the Voodoo Queen casket match, we were wrong on this match. Max the Impaler defeated Natalia Markova in 8-14. This match was atrocious. It was a sloppy, throw-around mess. Not in a good way. (coughs) Not in a good way. It was not a sloppy mess in a good way. It sucked. It sucked. And it's disappointing because I like Natalia Markova. And Max the Impaler is a beast that should be dominating. And it was just a big, sloppy mess. Not good. Gags or uh, Salad Pal was was hidden in the uh, was hidden in the in the casket. There was some shenanigans, and in the end, uh, Max the Impaler won the match, throwing Natalia Markova into the casket. It was an ugly mess. Not good. It really was. It was. Uh... I mean, if you're going to do um, some kind of gimmick match, at least do something that's decent. You know, we finally were looking forward to a gimmick match, and and that's what we get. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, and it was, uh, again, highly it was a... uh, unpleasant. 
Not a not good. Not really much um, to say about that except for it sucked. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Next up, we had uh, the match that everybody that probably should have been on the pre-show, but I'm thinking about why it wasn't. If you were going to stick a title match there, Davey Richards returns to pay-per-view here in the NWA, the MLW National Openweight Champion, and in 6:42, although the match felt longer, with and that's a good thing, he defeated uh, Colby Carino. Um, the match was good, one of the best matches of the night. But why wasn't this match on the pre-show? And the world, te- if you if you had a finite amount of matches you needed on the pay-per-view, why didn't you put this match? In the pre-show, sorry, Colby Carino, and stick the TV title match. Or I got an idea. Just have them both on the main pay-per-view. But something tells me that Davey Richards probably had a deal with Billy where his match had to be on the pay-per-view because of pay scale, maybe, and something like that. So I'm not that I probably, um, you know, might have been the reason. There might have been some kind of business mumbo yeah. jumbo that's above it, my I, head but I, I don't have a problem with it being in pay-per-view but just put the, the television title one on there too yeah i, I agree great match great uh painfully short only 642 it should have been more because it was probably the best match of the night there were a couple of really good matches tonight there were a couple of ones that were projected stinkers that were and there was some that i thought were going to be really good and just didn't hit the next gear we'll we'll get to those as we move along um then we had this, <laughs> we had our mask versus mask match. Question mark two with Kratos defeated the question mark with Aaron Stevens in six minutes. We obviously know that the question mark, Aaron Stevens question mark is Rodney Mack. Uh, we don't know who the other guy is. Another match that was just not, uh, not good. And there was a lot of, you know, messing around. Aaron Stevens didn't want, uh, he didn't want the question mark to have to unmask, but it was the rules. But a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, Bob. He pulls it off. He covers his face with a towel. I mean, the gimmick was funny. Even the gimmick is we know that it's Rodney Mac, but the fact that we're hiding his identity and everybody's kind of kayfabing it is actually pretty funny. Um, but for the most part, uh, I was not. The match itself was was the shits. It was. I. I uh, it just. Very disappointing. I mean, this is this is where you're highlighting your company, and I just don't get why we're getting. I don't know. Just it, it's just it didn't have a, a lot a buzz to it as I thought it was going to be. I mean, do you feel the same way? Like I just, I don't want to doubt the workers or anything, but I just I feel like the direction's weird. It's like. It, supposedly there's a direction for this company and you know billy does go on a lot of interviews and stuff but you don't he doesn't really he he kind of says it but he doesn't like i i really still don't know i don't know if he's just got a lot of deals in the works and he's trying to do different things i, I really don't know what he's trying to do to be honest with you uh i don't either but the question mark thing was supposed to be funny and it kind of was but um, but the match, here's the thing. And, and this is something that we'll notice throughout the, throughout the rest of the card. The, the, even with the booking decisions of matches, at least the matches themselves were usually pretty good. One thing I would say about the NWA, the roster can wrestle, even if the decisions sometimes are not the best. 
But when the matches are not good either, that's bad. And the, a lot of the matches so far have just not been very good. And that was one of them. Next, uh, a match that was very good, even though the result pissed me off, but it probably was the smartest thing to do. We have a new NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yes, a fucking little twerp. <laughs> um, Kerry Morton is your Junior Heavyweight Champion. He defeated Homicide in 10-02, which was actually a really good match. I thought it was a pretty good match. I, I was, I was, I mean, compared to what we were watching, obviously it was much better. I mean, you may not like the choice of who won, but um, listen, they're going to use the Morton name. Um, I mean, Kerry Morton, I didn't realize he was that young, uh, to be mm-hmm. honest. Now yeah, he was, they said he was 21. Staying with the company or not, but I thought he was a really good champion. And, you know, uh, I'm not going to get too crazy about the Kerry Morton decision. I thought the crowd seemed to be be into him. You know, you have to have some baby faces that are into it. I know we, we want the, you know, uh, we want sometimes these guys that have the rougher style to them or, you know, not the, the true white meat baby face. But that's that's you need some of those in the company. And I have no problems with that. I mean. I think uh, Kerry Morton definitely, as a wrestler, you may not like his gimmick or whatever, but as a wrestler, I think he's going to be pretty decent. I mean, he's only 21 years old, and he could go. I, I, I mean, there's nothing offensive of any of his matches. Right. No, I just I, I just can't stand nepotism, and Colby Carino should have been the next junior heavyweight champion. It just pisses me off. I, no, I definitely agree with you, and yeah, there, there might be a little nepotism there. I mean, and, and I'm sure there's a little pressure on him, And but, you know, he's gone out and he's had some pretty good matches, so I can't, I don't know, I, I, I don't get as crazy about that stuff like you do. I, I love Homicide. Yeah. I would, I, if Homicide won, I would have no, no issues with that either, but... Um, you know, Kerry Morton just he does a pretty decent job. Now, I'd like to see Kerry Morton. I'd love to see the second generation wrestlers going at each other. Actually, he's probably third generation because uh, Ricky Morton's dad was a wrestler. But mm-hmm. you know, have a uh, you know, have a match between Kerry Morton and Colby Carino. Now, I think that could be a great pay per view match. Yeah, I think and so. That would be a good feud. That would be a good feud to to uh, bring that Steven. Would a, that would be a good feud to drag out for, for a while. Yeah, Gary Morton. Be, I don't know what Steve Carino's up to these days, but even have him come in, you know, jaw jacking with Ricky Morton, you know, have have you know the fathers represent each other's, you know, kids in the match. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Is he? What is Steve Carino? Is he? Is he with WWE? I think he's with NXT. Is he, he is booking with NXT? I think. So that's not I thought so. Happen. So that's not going to happen. Okay. So yeah, I think he was last time I checked. Anyway, so there you go. Kerry Morton is your new NWA Junior Heavyweight. Feel like champion. anyway, I have, I've had enough. Don't stop talking. <laughs> uh. So Odinson who was supposed to wrestle Nick Aldis, instead wrestled 
Thrill Billy Silas, uh, which seems to be another favorite of Billy now. Um, and Thrill Billy Thrill Silas Billy. actually won the match in uh, 443. Now, is this a reboot for <clears throat> for Odinson and he just got fucked now because because uh, Big Aldis is gone? Poor Odinson's going to go back to jobbing or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand but why. Odinson o- slated to root... Lo- Lose to Nick Aldis anyway. I mean, I don't know. I mean, most likely, probably yes. Yeah, but since he wasn't, then why have him? Might as well keep him strong since he's sticking around. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, Billy's got a thing for hillbillies, I guess. Billy's hillbillies, Billy's billies. Um, in yeah, any event, but maybe I mean, I, I, I that that I I don't really understand that that booking decision, but. Uh, it's many questions tonight. Yeah, I, I I figured. I mean, you could have uh, put somebody else with Odinson and put Odinson over, but you know, I, I really. This is what I'm saying. You just don't know what direction they're going with anybody. Mm. And I don't know. They try to like build it up and like okay, and then then he comes out. And, you know, the crowd was like, "Okay, who cares?" <laughs> I mean, that's what it seemed like to me. Right? I mean, I just felt like mm. the, the reaction wasn't that great. Uh, it was not. <laughs> it wasn't, to be honest. Uh, the crowd did seem very flat, and also, for the first time in a while, Billy usually loves lighting up the crowd and showing it off, and everybody's pumped. But for the first time in a while on pay per view. The crowd was dark. Not yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it looked like the second level had people on it, maybe because of the third level. I know, the, and you know, I know when, when I was championship wrestling for Florida, I know like the NWA used to, you know, Vince was the one that brought into lighting up the crowd. It used to be the crowd would, it will, would always be dark and then, you know, the lighting was in the ring. So mm-hmm. that's more, you know, WWE thing that was brought about but i don't know if he was trying to do that or if he was trying to hide the fact that you know the the place wasn't totally sold out um you know i I really don't know that's i don't either that's another interesting uh question um it's just it's frustrating because it's like you just kind of want to know the answers to these questions and i don't know if we'll ever get them I mean, I'd be interested to see if Billy does go do any podcasts or does any interviews to see if, you know, he gets called to task on some of these things, what he would say. I mean, I wish we could get him on. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we would be cordial, but I would just like to know the answers to some of these questions because they get an insight of what's what's really going on. What are you trying to do with the company? I, I just I, I I know we, he wants to be different. But. And he kind of wants to have that old schoolness to it. But who who are you planning on taking the I mean, Nick Aldis was his guy. Who who's he who's gonna be the guy that's gonna take the the, the company to the next level? It's not gonna be Tyrus, sorry. I mean it's just not gonna be. I mean who who's the guy that they're gonna put, you know, and is it Matt Cardona? Eventually, I don't know. Uh, I mean, is it? Well, let's let's get to that at the end. 
But we got other matches. We'll get to the world title part at the end. There's other matches we need to bitch about before we get to the main event. Um, Because we are going to bitch about the main event. Uh, Next up, uh, the United States tag team titles. uh, The Fixers uh, defeated the Spectaculars. So Jake Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski are still the champs. Uh, The National Heavyweight Championship, Scion, who now doesn't show his toothy face anymore, uh, defeated Dak Draper. And it was, actually was not a bad match. Another shorty, only 601. Uh, not terrible, I got to admit. Uh, uh, Scion worked over Dak Draper's uh, shoulder. Uh, Austin Idol actually threw him into the post. And um, I mean, definitely Dak, Dak Draper is the, the better of the two. Um, I Yeah, I thought the correct. match was, was decent. Uh, nothing. Yeah, it was. And I didn't think they were going to have Scion lose. Uh, I think they're, they're trying to build up Scion. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just wanted a good match, and I got it. It was good. Um, another highlight for me is one of my favorite tag teams in this company. Pretty Empowered. Ella Envy, Kenzie Page, your world women's tag team champions, in 8-12, successfully defended the titles against Maddie and Missa Kate. Actually, there was some miscommunication there. Maddie walked out on Missa Kate. <laughs> so um, I like watching the two of them. They're a solid group. They're they're good heel versions of the Hex. Um, so there is some stability there in that aspect. Um, and I think they should put together some more women's teams if you're going to have that good a women's championship team. I agree. Um, all right, back to the messes. Uh, what I've a match I was most looking forward to because I actually enjoyed the backstory EC3 taking on Tom Latimer. I've enjoyed the backstory immensely, actually. It's been a good story being told. And they wrestle for a couple minutes and then they start cutting a promo on each other. It was really fucking weird. And in the end, he made Tom Latimer snap. Uh, hit him with a chair and uh, caused it. And I think he got shoved to the ref and that caused the DQ. So EC3 won the match by disqualification because he got Tom Latimer to lose it. Uh, I enjoyed the story being told. I enjoyed the psychology, but we don't have to have a three minute promo in the middle of the fucking match. That was, that, that was dumb. They had a good thing going for the first few minutes and it totally Totally, totally, that was slammed the brakes. It really was. It felt like it killed the. It was kind of like a buzzkill, even to the crowd. Mm-hmm. It was. I agree. Uh, yeah. Um, not pleasant that one. I was hoping for a good match with a good story with something, but uh, in the end, um. We had a, a shitty match with weird bullshit in the middle, um, and it ruined the whole fucking uh, the whole fucking flow. So that was bad. That was not good at all. I didn't mind. The, I didn't mind the result because I think it keeps the story going. But um, I thought it was a bunch of crap that uh, <laughs> that the match went the way it did. Another match that I thought was really good. The uh, World Tag Team Titles, La Rebellion, La. defeated uh, Hawks Airy by pinfall. 
in 1048. This was the longest match of the night. Uh, I was, I mean, I like Lada Bellion, and this was a great match. Probably the match of the night next to Carino and Davey Richards. But I thought that in their hometown, in front of their home crowd, I would have, I would have liked to have seen, um, I would like to have seen Hawks Airy win the tag team titles. Yeah, I really wanted to see that too. I know it's, it's, uh, you know, very predictable. You could have done that, you know, but it would have been really cool. I think you would have really popped that crowd. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you just got to give give the fans what they want to see. You know, I understand sometimes there's other reasons why you do things and you try to build something, but why not? Mm-hmm. I like La Rebellion, so don't get me wrong. I uh, I think that I love them as a team, but I would have loved to have seen Hawks Airy do it there. But um, the match was good. Match was great. And just because we want a team to lose doesn't mean we don't like them. I mean, it's just a book decision really i thought that it was a great uh i thought it would have been a great moment well because they were talking about it building up oh they're the home team you know like it's almost like you know uh it's almost like having vince booking where you know okay oh we're in oklahoma tonight let's embarrass jr in front of exactly us. oh we're in north carolina let's make sure the hardys lose you know it's like it happened all the fucking time in wwf you so, know, anyway because everybody's predicting that it would happen and you know so let's try to do the opposite right yeah. Now, this this is to me, this next match to me is where the juju fell to pieces. We had a three-way match for the women's championship, the hardest working wo- wo- champion in the company, Camille, against Chelsea Green and Kylan King. Uh, I never say this. Very rarely do I say this. Um, this was not one of Camille's better matches. Was it was it a bad match? No, not at all. Not in the general scheme of things. But was it a good match for her? Yeah, not really. I don't like Camille in and maybe that's one thing she still has to work on. I don't like Camille in multi-person matches. I like her when she's one-on-one. I agree. Um, I'm not a big, you know how I am, how I feel about the three. I hate when they do that, but I mean, I understand why they do it sometimes, but it's not my favorite thing. But you're right. I like Camille in a one-on-one match. Totally agree with you. Um, she's got to show some more ass because obviously, you know, she's got to sit while Kylan King and Chelsea Green battle each other. She snapped off a beautiful spear to win the match on Chelsea Green. Uh, that was great. Uh, however, uh, it it was well, it was much shorter a match than I thought. It was only eight fifty nine. Uh, I was expecting more out of that match. Um. So then that's when I knew that this I feel like this night was 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 jinxed because when the Camille match doesn't deliver like it's supposed to, then, you know, there's something wrong. Yes, um, I agree. And then, and then our main event, we all know about it, so we're not even going to sugarcoat it. We have a new NWA world's heavyweight champion. And yes, it is Tyrus. He defeated Trevor Murdoch and. Um, Matt Cardona uh, in a triple threat um, and this is where a lot of people uh, jumped off the boat I don't like Tyrus 
I didn't like Tyrus the minute we saw him last year at When Our Shadows Fall. Uh, not When Our Shadows Fall, at uh, Back for the Attack. I'm like, what the fuck are they bringing him in for? This company does not need him. I didn't, I didn't, didn't I don't dislike his, his character, if you want to put it that way. It's, he's got so much ring rust. You could tell, obviously, because he is very successful in his other career with his book and his stand-up stuff and, you know, the great gut felt show that he didn't need, that he's not wrestling a lot. So, you know, he's one of those guys, I think, that needs the repetition. Uh, listen, he's never going to be a five-star match guy, but at least he wouldn't be slow in plotting. Like, you could just see he's just, everything's very calculated when he's in the ring. So it's not, and and I know he's a big Dusty guy. I, I've heard, you know, Dusty was like his guy in WWE. They were very close. And I know because he, he even spoke about it after he won the title. But, I you know, and people are going on and listen, yeah, is it, you know, do I think the NWA is going under because of it? No. Is it a smart choice at this time? No, it's not a smart choice. But... I don't know. Maybe maybe he's he's going to be a short term champion, which I guess you could hope for. Listen, the NWA was uh, toiling around in the you know the independence with was it Mike Rapata or whatever was the champion. There was some really bad champions. There's there's worse guys. At least Tyrus did wrestle in the WWE. Had a name, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to go that far and, you know, I see people putting rest in peace, NWA 1948 to 2022, please. If, if the NWA didn't go out of business 10 years ago, they're not going to go out of business right now. He's got to make some better decisions because people aren't happy. And you may have some people that cancel their subscriptions or whatever. Am I ready to give up on the NWA? No. I mean, we enjoy doing this show. You know, we, we, we have many of you that are listening to us. Why would I do that? But let's put it this way. They got to kind of step up the product. Supposedly there's big things coming in 2023, which we saw, which you could get into. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not ready to give up on it. I, am I disappointed in this pay-per-view? Pfft, sure. Am. Mm-hmm. You and I, I think we were talking about grades, you know, off the air. I, I probably kind of agree with you. What, maybe like a D plus, you would say. Yes, if we were grading it by letters, I'd give it a D plus. If we were grading it by numbers, I'd have given it like a three and a half. Yeah. Um, not the worst pay per view I've ever seen in my life, but it's not, it's, it's far from the best. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I just feel like we're frustrated because you know we love Nick Aldis. What's going on there? Is it? Is it Billy? Is it both? Um, obviously, any kind of situation like that, it's both. We don't know the whole situation. Um, we're frustrated because we want to know the direction of the company. and We really don't know what kind of direction they're taking. Yes, you know, Tyrus. I mean, I, I guess the only person I guess really we probably all would have been totally happy with was Matt Cardona. I do eventually think he's champion again. I do. Uh, I definitely think, see, I, I was, we were, we were looking at clearly the wrong heel faction. We thought the Cardona family was going to carry a lot of gold. And in the end, it's Idol Mania Sports Management that's carrying all the gold. They have the world champion. 
that's another that's complaint I have is why why is all of a sudden um Austin Idol back involved again? It seemed like he kind of took a back seat. Like there was no I, ex- I agree. That's like I didn't even know he was part of Idol Sports Management anymore. I thought it was all the church's money and Austin Idol was focusing on Scion. Now they're all together. And it seemed like I- getting a little annoyed like it almost seemed like he was turning face unless that's going to be the you know the next storyline you know where maybe he's had enough of these guys and you know kind of breaks out as a as a mm-hmm. fake and he'll lose to one of the big heels i don't know i just i feel like that's what i feel like the things that we complain about sometimes in the mainstream wrestling the you know the big companies is kind of starting to happen here and the one thing that we were kind of enjoying about the nwa in the beginning is that we weren't getting a lot of that it was kind of some fresh storylines i felt um i feel if, i don't know if you agree with me i felt like the powers were definitely better put together when we first started watching i mean you know it doesn't necessarily need to be dave marquez but when dave marquez was at the desk and they would come and they'd have those old school interviews i feel like we went away from that you notice that we don't do they don't do the interviews the stand-up interviews anymore they do them but not like it's kind of spread out i like the way when you know sometimes the show would open with the, one of the interviews or um i don't know i just all the stuff that we loved about it i felt like they started going away from Uh, yeah, I agree. They, uh, something happened. Uh, I don't know. Well, I do I feel this. A lot of working relationships. I mean, listen, Billy had problems with, um, Dixie Carter. I mean, a lot of people have problems with her, so I don't know what that is. Then, then you move on. He, he and Dave Marquez had a falling out. Now he and Nick Alda. So is it Billy? That's the issue. Or, you know, or does he just have a vision that's like my way on the highway? Or is he, or is it people trying to take advantage of him? I don't know. I, I really, I can't figure it out. <laughs> but I don't feel the excitement. Like, I really used to look forward to power, especially before the pandemic. I mean, I just thought the shows, right? We were just so excited. We couldn't wait for the next one to drop on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, I they were just definitely much more exciting. And and I understand that they've had turnover in some of the, the uh, talent because obviously some of the talent left to go to um, greener pastures or, you know, be able to make more money. But, um, but I even feel like even when they were trying to do something with Nick Aldis, I always felt like, I kind of felt like they dropped the ball on that too. Maybe that's where the issue was. First of all, he, he's so much of a better heel. I mean, he should have stayed heel. Um, I just see a multitude of things. Obviously, losing Dave Lagana, I think that's a big loss for them. Uh, I think he was the guy uh, that kind of keep kind of kept Billy in check. Uh, again, we could assume that it just seemed like once he left, things didn't go that same. I mean, Jim Cornette, you know, saying stupid shit like I thought he was a, a good color guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, Wade Barrett. What, what, what's his, what was his name? I can't go, his actual name. Uh, what was it? Sid. Uh, Stu. Stu something. Yeah. 
whatever his name was. You know, we'll say Wade Barrett because he's back to being that Stu again. Bennett. Stu Bennett. Stu, it Stu Bennett. Stu Bennett. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, not that, you know, I, I what's his name has gotten better, Velvet Sky, and I liked him, Storm, but I don't know. There was just something that was a little more edgier about it with Stu Bennett and with um, Jim Cornette. You know, it's just a lot of things have changed. The things that we loved about it, they kind of went away from. Yeah, the uh, the the all babyface table it gets gets old very quickly. Um, uh, and like I would sit in once in a while. Kind of interesting because you had he and Velvet Sky going at each other. I didn't mind that. The 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 thing like I said, I felt like they went away from the what we really enjoyed about it at first. The the you know the the differing you know like even like you know Aaron Stevens I mean he's great on the mic Pope I mean what's going on with Pope I mean I don't you know Pope Pope could be a world champion no problem mm. I think he Pope. absolutely could Tom Latimer I love Tom Latimer I think he'd be great great champion I think I think I think eventually he is going to be a world champion I, I do love eventually think he's the way they're building Camille though is being unbeatable mm-hmm. almost like she's she's you know they're, they're gonna try to find opponents to beat her i don't have a, no, any problems with her being undefeated right now and her gimmick that she's a one-time champion you know mm-hmm. so i think we just gotta figure you know i think we just gotta i'm gonna stick with it i think you and i will have to reassess things um, after the next major pay-per-view, which we don't know when that'll be, either January or February, I would think. And let's see how things go. Let's see if we're liking the direction. Um, uh, you want to talk about the announcement that they made? I don't know. I've just kind of enjoyed you going on your soliloquy. I'm I'm actually quite uh, I'm actually quite uh, taken aback. I was about to I was about to nod off. Your voice was very silky, uh, but. I guess it's my turn to talk again. Um, no, I, I agree with everything you've said. I have some theories myself, and then we'll get to the to the schematics. Uh, I I have a feeling that this Tyrus title run is going to be very short. Uh, I have a feeling this is like a lifetime achievement thing. I have a feeling he's going to go full time into his TV, Fox, whatever. I think he's going to go do his stand up comedy, and this is kind of his like, you know, it's like the lifetime achievement award at the Oscars. I don't see this this rain going much past the next few months. I think it'll go through the I do think it'll go into the new year, but we did not get an announcement on the next pay-per-view. However. However, uh, they did announce a first ever live power, power, which will take place on Tuesday night, January 31st. In Knoxville, a live power. That's so, a- yeah, that could be the night that he loses the title to somebody, and then we start building. And then I have a feeling we will have the next pay per view is probably going to be the Crockett Cup in uh, in March. Then we'll have some pay per view named something, and then we'll get to the seventy fifth anniversary of the NWA. NWA 75, which now we're stuck in St. Louis forever. Thanks for ruining that, Billy. I, I, that pissed me off already. I was already angry about that. Um, yeah. I think... City's a, city's a dump. 
But anyway. I would like to see Billy, you know, move it around a little bit more. Try to get, try to penetrate this part of the country. I agree. Definitely. You know? I mean, do we feel like Billy wants to sell? He made a bunch of intimations over the past few weeks about talking to Triple H and maybe talking to Tony Khan and and turning WWE into or turning WWE, turning NWA into like a feeder ground or something. Or I would just be happy. It doesn't have to be a performance, but I would I would be fine if WWE just bought NWA and put it on the cock. Restocked oh. it, get bookers in there, fix this shit, and make it fun. I you think know? I think Billy is trying to figure out what he wants to do. I really think he, you know, whether we like him or not, I think he really truly does love the business, and he wants to be in the business. So I think I think he wants to stay connected in some ways. Um, maybe he's got to surround himself with some better people. But again, he's if he's the one that the buck stops at him, it don't matter who you bring in. But um, I will say this. He is trying to do different things. You could see they're doing the live power. They keep saying exciting things for 2023. Joe Galley, you know, quit his regular, you know, he's a journalist, you know, his regular job to be the COO. So, you know, you don't go and just leave a job like that, not thinking that there's some kind of vision here that Joe Galley's buying into and that they're going to try to do to try to take this company to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's it's never going to be a gigantic company, but it would be nice to just have something where you the guys that are representing your championships should be got you know guys or gals that that you're really into. Like I think they did a great job with Camille. If you could build a champion on the men's side, like a Camille, you got some guys there like the Pope, like Tom Latimer. Um, I love. I'd love to see a Colby Carino, Kerry Morton feud. Um, I think the women's division is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I, it does. There's is some positives. It's just a matter of being utilized correctly. Just like we just. I mean, come on. Look at the two big companies have a lot of talent. Just sometimes it's just not utilized properly. Um, I. I do think eventually Tom Latimer will be the world's heavyweight champion. I do see it happening Um, because I think the next, I don't know why, hopefully they do a better job of booking him out of this shitty match he had on a fucking Saturday. But I think the next world's heavyweight champion will be uh, EC3. And I think it will build to Tom Latimer and him in like a cage or something. Uh, at the at like maybe NWA seventy five, and he will be the next, and he will be eventually a world heavyweight champion. Yeah, I do think I think Tyrus is going to turn face though. He probably will, but I again, I I really do think you that he'll be the next champion. Right. Um, I'm sure there are people listening that think I'm just trying to blow smoke up your ass. Um, and that you know you think Tyrus is going to be the champ for ten years or whatever. You want to be a miserable bastard about it? Then then feel free. I'm I'm just going to say it. I just don't see that happening. I just, I, I think this is a short term thing for him. Um, and, uh, we're calling you to task, Billy though. We're, you know, we're, we're calling you to, we're, we're saying we need, we want to see a better product. We uh, are. We're not, we're not giving up on you, on you, but let's put it this way. 
we don't want to have a, a we don't want to have a, a replication of this pay per view, you know, for the next one. We are the most objective, informative, but opinionated NWA centric podcast in the world. Nobody does this better than us. Just saying. It's not snotty nose and those brown nosers that are in the credits on power. We are completely objective. We don't get paid. We just loved, we love watching it. But this show on Saturday was crap. And I, and I have, we've had, we've watched shows where, you know, there's a match here that's a little weird, a match that's a little weird. We tolerated Trevor Murdoch because, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. But this pay-per-view was crap. And I don't know if the if the even Joe Galley seemed off. He was trying to explain something and he kept doing it like a billion times. And he, it was a shit oh, show. It, I mean, for for a nice building that it looked like it was going to be, it just seemed low rent. I mean, they, they went to Party City and bought all these like streamers or whatever to be like Mardi Gras. It looked it just looked so cheesy. You know, you're just better off not having anything than having. I don't know. It just it looked cheesy to me <laughs> it's just the best word for it because the production's pretty good you know fight tv or whoever they're using you know they're, they're they do a pretty decent job no it's not wwe level but there's not many that can do it like wwe nobody can do it like wwe so let's not even try so um yeah i mean i'm, I'm disappointed but let's 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 see where this brings us let's see how um the buildup is going forward and you know we'll talk about it here every week and if we don't like what we uh, see we'll we'll let our voices be heard that is true then we that make a correction in 2023 hey is this something we want to keep doing if we're not they're not putting a product that we uh wow all right all right pump the brakes dude pump the brakes there's only so many fourth walls we're gonna break now you're already talking about canceling us no, no, no. Back up. Back up. No, well, it's not still... even Thanksgiving. I know you hate turkey, but back up. First off, say... you're just, first I off, didn't... you're just out. Shut up. I didn't say that we were not going to do this again. I'm just saying we'll see, we'll, we'll revisit it and see what we think, what we, we could, we could take this show in many different directions. And right now, are we having a, are we having a staff meeting on the air? Is that what we're doing? No. But well, we're not we're not happy with what we're seeing right now. So Are we getting we, any field parm? What's going on? <laughs> Chicken parmesan? We got to see what's going on here. This Billy's got to step it up. I mean, that's it. I mean, you, you I mean, come on, you go to social media, you see it. We're not the only ones feeling this way. Right, but but that's what makes the show even better. I don't want to be a bunch of fucking brown nosers like Snotty Nose and fucking those other dipshits. Those guys no, get paid I, by the NWA. I mean, I would prefer them giving me a product that I enjoy that we could actually say some good things too, you know, <laughs> like we, we did when we first started. But, but you know I, what? Every every wrestling promotion has a 1995 King of the Ring. It's just a question of how you rebound from it. So we're going to say, we're going to chalk it up. Now, we I know some very good people that were NWA fans that have shut the door, walked away forever. That's, a, that's uh, I think, I don't, I don't, you know, to each his own. But I and you are going to treat this as a 1995 King of the Ring. 
and see what goes on from here. But Billy is on a very, very short leash. Uh, it is time to uh, figure out what the fuck you're doing. Um, wanna... Your roster is not, your main event talent is not as good as you think it is. And I don't know whether you seem to think that Tyrus is a guy people want to see as champion. I don't know where the fuck, what you're smoking or what CBD or cream you're rubbing on your ass. But he's not. He's not. Who cares if he's got a book? Who cares if he's on TV? Who cares if he does stand-up comedy? Wrestling fans fucking hate him. And that's really what ultimately matters, Billy. Not who watches Fox or who who goes to comedy shows or who reads books. It's got nothing to do with that. Stop booking the mainstream so you can get an extra bank. That's not how indie wrestling works. I don't know who the fuck taught you that, but that's wrong. If you are a promotion, you cater to your fans, not to the mainstream. This is not WrestleMania. You're not, you can't afford Logan Paul, okay? You can't afford Johnny Knoxville. So, cater to your audience, not to the mainstream. Just saying. Well, we hope you enjoyed our reaction show. Uh, check us out, of course, uh, at placetobe.podbean.com. We have great shows every week, as we always do. And you know that because you're listening, and we appreciate that. Uh, at Scott C. Podfather, at Dr. GPTV, but most importantly, at PTBN Wrestling. All of the uh, tweets, twats, twoots, the Elon Muskies, my musks. Hello, Muskie. Um, we'll be back. Uh, next Saturday morning with our regularly scheduled episode of the Saturday special. We'll see how this first power out of this atrocity goes because they taped it yesterday as part of that revolution rumble show. Um, and go from there. So we'll see. Doctor. Very nice job. I, I kind of let you, I pulled the ripcord. I, I vamped for you tonight. You were on a roll. Yeah, then you, then you got all fired up at the end, finally. Well, you always jump ahead. Then you're talking about, like, staff meetings, about changing our show to talk about, you know, Steve Austin's greatest matches and fucking, you know, Phil Simms' best best games. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. What? Um, Doctor, we'll talk to you on Saturday. Everybody, have a wonderful week. We hope you enjoyed our reaction special. Uh, if you have Fight Plus or the NWA All Access uh, you can watch a pay-per-view. Um, let's put it this way. If you didn't buy it and you were going to, don't. <laughs> don't save your 30 bucks. But if you have Fight Plus or you have the NWA All Access, it's part of your subscription, feel free. But if you're cold and you're like, oh, I think I want to buy it, don't. Save it for the next pay-per-view. Save it. Save it. Save it for Crockett Cup because I have a feeling that's the next pay-per-view. Enjoy, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you this coming Saturday morning with the special. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Billy, better step it up. Ciao. Or we're going to turn you to chow.